Hey y'all, welcome back to the podcast, Girl What Crossover. We are your fabulous, 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 fabulous hosts. I'm Surreal Camille. And I'm Danielle Denise. And we're out here recapping a butt elementary. I don't have to do that. <laughs> Immature. A butt, a, a beer. Um, Our favorite how are show you? is back. It oh, is. Yeah. You know what? I feel so many things. I want to jump into the episode. I want to catch up with you. Yeah. Um, but I can't do both at the same time. No, no. We'll Can do a, I? We'll do a no. quick catch up because, I mean, I did just launch the last episode of episode nine that was. So this isn't like a huge stretch. But the show was off air for three weeks. Three weeks. Which is a weird break. I didn't understand that. It's very strange. But we're we're here. We're still watching it, so oh, yeah. I guess it wasn't that weird. <laughs> it's totally fine. I'm, like, back in it like I never left, so it's I, not a big deal. As long as it wasn't, like, a full month, if it was, like, a Ooh. month or more, I'd be like, okay, we're being damn ridiculous now. A little bit, because it's only going till 13 episodes? Or do they not um, say? I think I think two more, so I think 12. 12 till 12. That's it? That's it. Oh. But... This is our first time recording since they've been renewed for season two, so that's exciting. This is very true, yes. So technically, we did have a break. So. But yeah, we just got a couple more of these. Yeah. Then we got to find something else to talk about. I know. <laughs> I'm sure we can find something. There's a lot of TV on. Um, I mean. There's a <laughs> show called that? Young, Famous, and African. Whoa. I saw you tweeting about this, <laughs> and it seems riveting just based off of what you were tweeting. It's a wild ride. It's a wild, um, it's a lot of wigs. Lots of mm. wigs. These girls aren't afraid of colored wigs. Like, they really go for the gusto. Um, I, it's just one, one girl. And uh, she was actually my favorite character, but she has the worst wigs. I was just like. Oh, no. And there's a scene on one episode where it's the wig is pushed back so far. You see all the corn roll, all of the hair. It oh, God. I, and I truly, truly, really, I really want to know if, like, she did that on purpose and she just didn't give a fuck. Or if, like, no one honestly told her, like, or even, like, said, cut, let's, uh, <laughs> let's fix these things. Does it seem like no the through line is... Bad hair? <sighs> Is I it like a thing? I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like... I don't know. I couldn't even <laughs> tell. I have no explanation. I guess because I don't play with wigs that much. I'm like a baby I in the wig game. I just bought my first big girl wig. And she is gorgeous. And she does blend. I just got to figure Ooh. out how to style the baby hairs. Yes. Um, but that's just hard. I gotta learn how to do that shit too for drag, cause I would love to have to oh be in yeah. a black and white face with baby hairs. Uh. What I follow Gigi Good, and she's she does the whole process. The whole Gigi Good is the blackest drag queen on the face of the earth. The blackest, palest drag queen I've ever seen, who can do <laughs> the wiggly like. The um, shit what's she her name? does. Who's that big? She, I can't, can't, I know it's a boy, but she definitely takes the she them, but she makes wigs. Do you know who I'm talking about? Um, oh God. 
And she always like dresses up and drag herself, but she be like looking like real fit. James She's Mansfield. Like, no. Oh, no. That is a good drag queen. I like her too. Um you're talking she's black. Uh, not uh what? Mariah Bl- Blenciaga. Wait no, who's mud for days? Mm-mm. She's not even a drag queen for real. She just does hair. But oh. she be making waves for like Crystal and Oh. <sighs> all those girls. I do not know. Oh my god, that kills me. But yes. So tying that back into the show. The show is just <laughs> 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 that little note to sell. <laughs> right. Cause I'm not going to figure it out. But what a show. What a show. It's messy. It's dramatic. What, what channel does it come on? It's on Netflix. Oh, okay. Mm, all right. Question. You can like binge it. Netflix? Oh, actually, no. That is 100% of the reason why these wigs are bad. It's a Netflix show. Oh, yeah. Of course. Listen, it's garbage. It's a pure garbage, like, reality show. But it's, like, riveting garbage i like right that's like a oh. guilty, guilty pleasure pleasure you know oh, oh girl i just watched all of the new and old sex in the city i know about trash <laughs> you know i revisited that like at this age and boy is it it's insufferable it's like, terrible it's like awful. i was like this is not what 30 is like not at <laughs> all and carrie just gets on it. my nerves i'm like oh Oh God, girl, <laughs> insufferable. <laughs> we love insufferable people. Like that is that's my takeaway from Sex and. No, one hundred percent. And the reboot isn't great, but I still watched it all. I don't know. I st- I was just in it. I watched it all, <laughs> but every single scene. I do not. Che is the most forced character I've ever seen. <laughs> yes, Che and what was she calling Miranda? weird ass name right uh well you mean the the older one yes yeah that that one's miranda right miranda yeah. she had a terrible wig like they didn't have to do that to her oh through and also through that whole no no mm-hmm. uh what's her face uh should have gotten her uh, charlotte should have gotten her lip injections not so damn close to filming because you she was stumbling over those lips the entire season they were pretty fresh they were fully plumped I was like, y'all had to have known. Like, d- was, was this a panic injection at the, at the last minute? Like, what what are you doing, girl? I would say, yeah. I would say that was exact. Because look at how old they are. They're like, bitch, give she me a month so I can, head. like, refresh in myself. <laughs> she saw RuPaul and found out that nigga is 60 and was like, oh, God. <laughs> the inner saboteur jumped out. I can only imagine because, like, when you're in, like, entertainment in Hollywood and you feel like your face and your body are your job, then it's, like, I feel like I have to maintain. And they kind of yeah. touch on that in the series when uh, Carrie went to the doctor. Remember, she was, like, mm-hmm. he showed her a picture of when she was, like, 20 or whatever. And she's, like, oh, bitch, I want that. <laughs> and wasn't Charlotte, like, super anti? What? The, the, the plastic surgery? Or was she into it? She was, like, on the fence. Because it was, like, her new girlfriend that told her about it. Like, I'm going to hook you up with my doctor for when she got hurt. But then the doctor was, like, you know, we have plastic surgery. Or we have a little, you know, nip and tuck if you want. And then, you know, she saw that photo. And I'm sure that could do that to anybody at a certain point. Like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Like, you promise me. If you can promise me that potion from Death Becomes Her. Oh. (laughs) And I'm I'm going to look like baby smooth (laughs) for the rest of my life. Oh, I mean, they definitely oh, sold their Meryl. soul, but I get it. <laughs> but, 
but you know, down. I understand. Uh, very, uh, very Kathy Bates, uh, paint or uh, doing her blush in American Horror Story with the blood of slaves. Yes. Ooh, that is right. Baby. That's even darker. <laughs> yeah, right. You know me. Um, <laughs> no chill. <laughs> no chill. Mm-mm. Uh, but yeah, you know. So I say all that to say, trash is trash is fine. Trashy it's fine. I, we're, I mean, listen, my number one reality TV was the I Love New York pipeline and Charm School. Oh, classic television. Jesus. That Riveting. was reality gold because that's when bitches didn't get their lips done before a show. They were real regular. They, they were like sure us. didn't. <laughs> they didn't get their hair done. You thought you thought the hair was bad on uh, your little Netflix show? Cha. Listen, <laughs> right. We still came a long way. You know, the wigs have my definitely girl Safari. Won. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, no. Shout out to uh, Trash TV. But what a time. Yes. Also, I wanted to mention that I went to a festival. And I think that was technically my first festival. Ever. Okay, I need to know this. I'm I'm hitting Coachella next month. Terrified, but looking forward to it. Tell me about your experience. Well, wait. I thought you'd been to Coachella. Oh, I've been to it before, but not uh, post-apocalypse. Got it. Understood. Okay, so that does <laughs> that kind of makes a difference. Uh, for me, it did affect my ex- my experience because I developed like a a pinch of anxiety at some points mm. when we were deep in those pits of people, and I'm sure. So like. I already kind of feel slightly claustrophobic, especially if I can't see. And oh my god, yeah, I, I'm <laughs> so, I'm so privileged as a tall bitch. Yeah, oh, blessed, you're blessed. Thank you. You will be in the way no matter what, but at least oh you yeah. will always see. <laughs> I have half a mind to wear some spikes on my shoulders just to let motherfuckers know you ain't getting up here. <laughs> I'm not Don't the one. Don't touch me, bitch. I heard Get some that. Bowser shells on my shoulders, shit. Yeah. Now, okay, so the other part, uh, we got there around like 4 o'clock, and that was like a 4 to 10 p.m. lineup, but okay. either way, we weren't trying to spend like all fucking day there, because we did not have VIP tickets or nothing. It was very general admission. Um, I don't even know why I like really followed the instructions, but we got like an email strictly saying that you can't bring big bags, you have to bring clear totes and other small like purses and shit. So I'm like, okay, so I just bring my little my little purse. But everybody's in there with fucking backpacks and hella shit. So I was just like, oh, I could have brought that's more things. Yeah, you know? that's the thing about festivals. It's like th- they they say a whole bunch of shit, but they don't enforce a lot of it. If it's not no. like glass or weapons or shit like that, if it's not like the more obvious mm-hmm. watch the fuck out shit, they like because it's the people that are at the security line making the call on what to check and not, right. and nobody wants to get roasted by drunk people mm. <laughs> for being a narc about a backpack. That's true, I guess. But but no, yeah. listen, you I, you are not wrong. For I mean, in this world, you just do not know what people are gonna be uptight about anymore. And that's what I'm saying. So I was just very like playing it safe and you know I, and i was dressed sensible because i'm not the girl that just needs to be cute i am all about function and comfort so i'm glad mm, i wore my I jean jacket <laughs> and i'm out here trying to design shit <laughs> right no not there um, and you're the one who knows how shit <laughs> right um shout out to the girlies though that came in like full festival wear and see-through outfits no bra no panties just out here and i'm like bitch it is 
60 degrees. Like it didn't get any pa- anything past 65. And then when it the sun went down, it started fucking raining and it got oh no. real chilly, like 60. And I was just like, wow, these girls are out here. And that's when I'm like, oh yeah, drugs. Like drugs got to carry you through moments like that cuz like how? Oh, they are powerful. Bruh. I have no idea. I don't I've been like not smoking recently but i am for coachella at least gonna dabble in some uh at least microdose yeah yeah at least i'm at least gonna microdose some a little a oh wow i haven't tried that i've done i did not like doing like big doses in at a festival but i think that i'd be okay i heard that's like a long high too like Mm mm-hmm mm-hmm also, didn't love shrooms. I think I don't I know. Like I it. didn't love it. I think I I was also think I need to be like more um, up in nature when I'm doing yeah. that. I feel you. I definitely want that like Joshua Tree experience. I yeah, done that. that would definitely Joshua, change. your motherfucking trees. Trees, exactly. Well, okay. But yeah, e- so either way. So I'm nervous about like I need to like go out three days in a row before I go to Coachella because I need to just see how that feels. <laughs> well, I'm Coachella gonna be out too there is bigger, days. you know. That it's bigger. Like I'm afraid of the uh, the wayward Travis Scott fans who bought tickets ages ago but are now pissed that he's not there anymore. Uh, I'm worried about all the oh. gay fans. I just don't know what people are. I, I just don't know what people are capable of. I do also overthink things, so I'm sure I'll be fine. But you know, a bitch gonna be vigilant. I do not want to be deep in crowds. I know that much. Yeah, it it definitely makes you rethink on like where to be because like at a point, my when my like I'm thankful I was high. I don't know if the high helped me or hurt me. It was kind of doing both. So I think mm. it definitely heightened my thoughts like, oh, bitch, this is too much. And then at the same time, I'm like, be cool, Danielle. No one else is trying to leave. Because <laughs> I had a point I was subtly saying, like, hey, guys, does anyone want to go to the other stage? Because <laughs> I was, like, <laughs> panicking on the inside. The fuck out of here. <laughs> and everyone's like, no, we want to see Nas. And I remember saying, like, oh, Nas, who cares about Nas? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you were like, I got to go, <laughs> damn it. This is too much. <laughs> Nobody was saying anything. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> and then, luckily, my homegirl wanted to like at least find somewhere else to stand because we just could not see. It was just a wasteful experience. And the more That's we like hair. pulled out, we could see because that area it's like hilly, so like you're okay. kind of going uphill a little bit. And I was like, oh bitch, we can kind of see better here. <laughs> <laughs> like this is looking just a better choice. A better choice. Oh, but you I'm know g- I'm fully thing? gonna be that person. I'm gonna be the advocate for, you know, uh-huh. we ain't gotta be far, and they're gonna say, "Bitch, you're tall," and I'm, I'll be like, "Okay, fair, but <laughs> fair." How about I just tell you what's happening? Let's go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, I truly think it'll be better there, hopefully. And the sound quality—that's what was like the most hurtful part. The fucking sound quality was so yeah. bad at the main stage. You said. Oh. Didn't you say like Erica cut her set short? So, yeah, and she actually posted later that day on her own Instagram, and she explained that it was because we, they hit curfew, I guess, and technically we were an hour over, like, she was supposed to go on at 10, it was definitely 11, (laughs) so Uh. 
Fuck. They just said, or from what she said in her post, it was because of that. And not because, or she didn't mention anything about the sound being shitty, but mm. her team definitely showed it because all of her singers were just like mouthing something to each other, pointing at their ears. And like every performer definitely had that issue. Literally everybody. Oh, damn. Yeah. So everyone at the second stage, I know, killed it. Um, but the second stage was so like B-sides. But low-key, I wish I went over there. Like, I miss Little Dragon. Um, mm. I forgot who the headliner was. But they had like the more hip-hop and like underground artists. Like okay, Dead Prez and stuff. So... Um, How the fuck they gonna have the B sides with good audio and it, I mean I'm sure that w- it wasn't like the plan. <laughs> oh I know, right? They just they just couldn't figure it out. They couldn't figure it out. But I am starting to see the the benefit of a VIP ticket, like having a place to sit. Yeah. Way better bathrooms. They gave them the fucking those nice bathrooms that look like trailers and they're still like still stalls in oh, them. Oh, I live. Uh, and then the r- everywhere else was just porta potties. It was fucking trash. I was like, oh, no. I mean, I, it's the same shit at. Uh, I, it's gonna be the same shit at Coachella. If it's like ones I've been to before, where you know, all you peasants get the, get the shit smells and the the flies, <laughs> and then everybody else gets these cute little pop up palaces. Fuck. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's like. It should be the bare minimum, but I get it. They're going to charge you for comfort and convenience. Yeah. So, what an experience. But, yeah, salute to all the people who are, like, true diehard festival goers. I know people who go to one, like, a few times a month because it's time. And are still season. doing <laughs> it. Like, uh, rock it out. I could, you could not catch me out there that often. No, no. And, and mind you, I didn't just say I'm going to Coachella. Like, my... One of my best friends is getting married, and he chose to do a Coachella trip for his bachelor's party. That's right. So you told me that. Yes, and we are camping. I never got. I never got out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't get out of it. I'm gonna be in the trenches. So I need to find. I need to find me something to do because I will be returning to the campsite oh at times. God. Or like, and make sure you have a place to nap. That was like one thing I we all wanted to do at like 7 p.m. We were like, oh, if we could just like lay down. <laughs> Like an hour, oh, like if yeah. I could come back in an hour or so, like that would be cool. Because I don't have the energy, I don't have the stamina. There's no, no stamina. I don't here. want it. No. I do want it, <laughs> but oh. I do want I do want the stamina. But my God, I don't need it. I'm not interested in any of the headliners, eyelash styles, or yay. Who did? No shade. Wait, didn't someone drop out? Or. Uh, they pulled Travis Scott after his shenanigans at his festival. That's right. That's right. Damn. That's shitty. Mm-hmm. Well, but Hot Girl Meg going to be there. Ari Lennox is going to be there. Um, Strome, who's this French rapper that I'm super excited to see. There's a bunch of smaller acts that I'm very excited to see. So. Yeah, and I appreciate <laughs> smaller acts. N- not those three. <laughs> not Meg or... <laughs> You know that's but there yeah <laughs> I want to be clear what that uh the smaller acts are the ones I did not mention. Oh my god! Imagine they put up Meg at like one p.m. <laughs> right. <laughs> I would. That'd be wild. I'd be pissed off if I had to go that early, and I'm like, 
of that caliber. <laughs> um, unless she's like, bitch, I'm trying to go home. <laughs> right. She's not even so going like, to Okay, stay. you know what? She, like, drove up and drove back same day. She didn't even <laughs> have a hotel, nothing. Is that turnaround gig? <laughs> right. From, like, from Texas, from Houston. Right. Or she probably had, like, a little L.A. pad. So, either way. But, yeah, so let's, let's get into Abbott. Abbott, let's Abbott. do it. So, we are jumping into episode 10. Oh, we're already in the double digits. Double digits. And this episode, this episode is tackling an elementary school staple, open house. Open house. You know, I didn't even think about open house until that episode aired, and I was like, "Wow, did we? Did my mom go to my open house?" I had to think about it. Right? Because I don't know how actively my 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 mom went. I think, like, the older you get, the less you go. And the more kids you've already, like, the further down, like, the the bloodline you are in terms of, like, you know, if you have a few siblings older than you, mm-hmm. the open house, be- see, open house just becomes less and less necessary <laughs> because they're like, bitch, I know what's going on. I know what's happening. At least my, my parents were. <clears throat> yes. It's um, but that's the thing. I was the oldest, so I, you know, you would think I'd be the set. Uh. <laughs> but I feel like <laughs> so that's the thing. Uh, I started it. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I don't know. I gotta ask my siblings if they if she went because my mom worked. That was the thing. I mean, I had my stepdad too, but yeah, the likely of him going alone not likely. But if she, if it, if he did win, it, it would be with her. So either yeah, for when I was. Much younger, um, my mom was still working full time, but there was a certain point where she um, w- was on disability. She was on disability at a certain point, mm. and um, so she was home more and able to get be. She d- she wasn't really like a PTA or mm. like a band mom situation, but she was she would show up to like the performances, the games, the open houses, all yeah. that shit. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that was my mom. I was in band in middle school, so she definitely came to the to the shows. And I was in marching band. So yeah. Come to the parades. How have we not talked about this? You were in marching band. Have we talked about this? I don't think so. I don't talk about it. It's not like a. <laughs> you don't seem like someone who was in marching bands. Like, you seem pretty oh. well adjusted. Oh, my God. I'll send you a picture of me holding my clarinet after one of you our shows. You were a Clara. Of course you were. I looked like Kyla Pratt and Dr. Do- Doolittle at that time, you know, with the glasses oh my and skinny God. and shit. I live. We were like twins. We, w- <laughs> we were nerds. You were oh, Kyla listen. Pratt. I was Cookie from Nets Declassified. This is so cute. <laughs> yes, Cookie. That is <laughs> that is actually really adorable. I'm into this. But yeah, no, I'm going to search for that photo. I will say I tried... I was on I was on the volleyball team for a little bit in junior high. Really? Um, well, yeah, height, yeah. of course. Yeah, height, yeah. <laughs> Not, yeah. It was just the height. Uh, <laughs> it was just the height. I w- growing up with the kind of sports fans that my family is, I inevitably had to try out football at some point. Didn't like Oof. I got I I figured that shit out well before it was time to try out for any sort of team. Uh, so no, that was not gonna happen in school. But I did try it outside of school, 
Uh, basketball is the easiest thing to try, and I actually, like, would be, like, decent at it if I, like, tried it, if I would play consistently. Yeah. I just was too, I was too, um, I was too emotional for, I was just too emotional for all the boys on the court. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't, it wasn't where I wanted to be. I I wouldn't have thrived there emotionally, creatively. (laughs) She's an artist. (laughs) So I played, uh, tennis. (laughs) In high school, Ooh. that's what I did uh, when marching band was off season. You know, that's another sport I wish I actually pursued. I think I would have been nice in tennis. Listen, we can just be bougie blacks and get us some rackets and hit the green or whatever they say. <laughs> hit the green, yes. I don't golf. know. I, that's <laughs> golf. That's fucking golf. <laughs> hit the green. <laughs> hit the green top. The whatever. Yeah. The only reason that I would want to, I actually might do this. I just want to um, get really good at tennis and go play at, like, country clubs and piss off Whitey. Yeah, let's do it. Like the Williams sisters. Except they actually do more. (laughs) (laughs) So the episode opens. Speaking of, uh, you know, we sort of brought it back because we were were back in the gym at LA Fitness. And this episode opens in the gym at at Albert. Albert? I'm you at Abbott Elementary, <laughs> and Janine swears like she's about to pull up into this double dutch, uh, double dutch moment real quick. Were you a double dutcher? I actually was in elementary more than anything. Oh yeah, not now. After that, I don't know. <laughs> you mean not today? No, I not today. I was fully Je- so you were you were Mr. Hill in this scene. I was fully Janine. It always looked so. <laughs> it's like when you um think you can do an accent and you hear it in your head and then yeah. you go to try it and it comes out bad which that's me trying to do a Chewbacca accent <laughs> accent Chewbacca's voice <laughs> um but anyway yeah Janine is terrified of running in to get the double dutch started with the girls in the gym and Mr. Hill Jacob jealous much Hill pulls up <laughs> and just cuts in front of Janine and even has a rhyme to just really dog walk that ass. Literally. <laughs> that drags. I don't remember it all, but he definitely like calls out Janine like just like sitting on the sideline or something and ends it with a very catty, very queeny jealous match. Listen. I live. Mr. Hill was showing his ass this episode. This entire episode. (laughs) Hustler, hustler. I'm a motherfucking hustler. And he ain't in but like three minutes of this episode. In total, but very impactful. Very effective. Wait, check this out. I just sent you a photo. You did. I saw it. You're so distracted. You sent me a photo. Oh my God. (laughs) You and me will always be friends. My little binder. You know, there's no one I love as much as you. You were a clarinet. I was a clarinet player. I love that. I love it. You know, I always trusted the the clarinet players over the flute players. Yeah, no, our band, we were like we won awards. Like that's how fucking good we were. We we won medals, like plaques plaques and trophies. (laughs) Right. Do not get it twisted. We wasn't your little required band. We were we we, sh- we came to work 
And we did. We we showed up and showed out. Okay, <laughs> well, Mr. Marcus shit. did not fuck around. He was all of like five feet tall, but like <laughs> he ran a tight ship. Okay, work. Like, well, you know what? We're going to have to take a break, but we'll be right back with marching band memoirs because that's <laughs> clearly what we're doing. Right. We are butchering this episode. We apologize. <laughs> we're doing great. Um, it's so nostalgic, but you see what the episode does? It just really kicks up literally elementary anything. Whatever it experience does. you had, they're touching. And I'm like, God. And I'm sorry. We just found, I just found out that this bitch was in marching band. I had to, I had to do a, uh, some investigative nerdalism. Yes. Yes. Your girl was in the marching bands. To be in a marching band. Wait, what did, did, did you play? Oh, yeah. Oh, she did not play. I played uh, the tenor sax in junior high and jazz band. I played the trombone. Ooh. And then when I got to high school, I switched to the baritone horn, which is like oh. a big old trumpet. But yeah. musically, it's a trombone, but just coiled up. Yeah. And honestly, in my opinion, the hardest instrument to carry on the marching band field. It's so big. Well, no, it's not it's a tuba. It's massive. Well, the, well, the tubas are, the sousaphones got to, like, wrap around. So they got to rest that shit on their shoulders. Okay. And their arms don't have to be, like, up and out at as wide of an angle as ours did. Got but it. we were like, there's nowhere to hide with ours. It's it's a larger instrument. It's front heavy. And those arms, especially for my tall ass, had to be at a fucking 45 degree angle. Oh, we. Heel toe, heel toe. He'll tell, honey. <clears throat> Come on now. Uh, five, six, seven. Ooh, so God. Great. I love this. <laughs> that is amazing. Um, so <laughs> back to Abbott Elementary. Yeah. So after the intro, we get our cute little opener. It was nice to see it again. And then we arrive at one of our favorite locations uh, in the show, the Teacher's Lounge. And the teachers are in the lounge prepping for open house. Um. But, you know, they start, we, Greg starts to notice that they're just like sort of planning like what games they're going to be playing, what food they're going to be ordering. And he's like, ain't y'all supposed to be talking to the parents? Mm. And uh, Mr. Hill is like, or they're all, they all just like cackle like, ha, you have no idea. Welcome to your first open house. These parents don't show up. No one ever shows up to open house. Please. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's even harder now. Oh, Yes, especially like virtual open house, child. <laughs> please, virtual open house, which might Who be that? maybe more accessible for a parent nowadays. But oh, absolutely, it's it's the way to go. And you know, truthfully, parents are probably more involved than they would be before, since they don't have to get out of the house or put pants on. You can just, I mean, it's a dangerous game, but right, you can just keep that camera on your face. But um, of course, we see. Of course, Janine's going to be taking this seriously. She's stressing about meeting one mom in particular. Uh, for uh, it's the mother of her student Nina, who is falling behind in class and just struggling. And Janine's talking about how she's just at that critical age. And listen, every te- every age is that critical age when you're talking to <laughs> most like good teachers. So I just think it's funny that I always hear that that critical age, and it's all of them. Mm. But. <laughs> Uh, Janine's stressing is interrupted by DJ AVA coming into the building. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Principal Ava arrives to let us know that she will be doing what at Open House? The DJing. What else? The DJ. <laughs> She's so wild. Yeah, this episode, 
I see that uh, was like oh, you know uh, the 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 climax because she was just <laughs> wilding. You know, she just, that's what she does. But this episode yes. was like, oh no, because like I didn't think they were gonna touch on the whole like superintendent cheating on his wife topic again. So I was like, oh. I was like, they have to. I I didn't think about it again until this episode. But I was when I first saw it, I was like, especially knowing that Gregory Eddy interviewed for the principal position. Yeah, but <laughs> because. Scheming ass Ava on her Wendy Williams, uh, <laughs> caught the de- or caught uh, the superintendent cheating on his wife. Mm. Uh, you know that got her this job, which is what she confesses to uh, when Gregory Eddy is full name in this nigga, and I'm just gonna let it happen when uh, Mr. Eddy basically presses her over needing to act like you know a principal. Of that subtle read. Subtle reads, honey. Yeah, that you can tell. Many, many. Greg. This this was Greg's tipping point. He was a mess because he's over there just heating. Ava's like, he thought he could get away with the he thought he could get away with the thought, but he thought wrong. Tongue twister. Yeah, no, he. I love how he, the way he shuts down is just slouching and looking disheveled, like <laughs> so slight. Things. Yet everyone notices. Yeah, and everyone's like, "Wow, what's wrong with his posture? <laughs> like, what's the first complaint?" Well, like his shirt's untucked. What is he going through? Oh my god! <laughs> that just shows like how militant he is. That's the word. Straight laced, like. He's, you know, he's just that guy. So I guess anything less than that is is a concern. <laughs> yeah, the brand can be too strong, you know? Like, this is one of those moments where you sort of trapped yourself here, Ed. <laughs> no, yeah, he... I, I, for a second, I thought he was, like, drinking in office. Because I was like, wait, is he, is right? he drunk? Like, why is he this, like, discombobulated? Ooh, hopefully season two we don't get an actual spiral out of him because uh, this was pretty manageable, I think, so far. So far. But you see he tries it. I am jumping around a little bit because his story yeah, yeah. is not long either. But when he tried to call Barbara Barb. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. He was on his full, like, I'm a casual guy shit. I'm, right. uh, they call me Easy Going Greg, isn't that what he said? Yeah, they call me Easy Going Greg. I was like, this he's drunk here, or he took a pill. Like, what is his fucking problem? He didn't take a pill. He just untied that tie, and he's getting air to his brain, and it's just not used to it. Right. <laughs> he's been suffocating Jeez. his whole life. <laughs> he really has, which is uptight. But yeah, that was so funny. Like, I was like, is Barb the decadence? Because. The way that he reacted from just having his feet on the table and first naming her Barb. Listen, and the, the power and the, of a look. Yeah, she she doesn't play that shit. And I love how like all she had to do was look at him, and he just said, "Oh, you know what? Hello, Miss Howard." <laughs> and long after she left the room, he could not get right. Like he cannot ease back into his uh, easygoing Greg mode. He was anything but. He even said it's uncomfortable. He was like, why do people sit like that? (laughs) He got so (laughs) mad. He tried. He's like, I just want to be lazy, but I don't know how. Right. He's 
Come along, Greg. It's a lifestyle. I'll show you. (laughs) Been doing my whole life. I'll show you. I'll show you what's good. It's in you, not on you. (laughs) (laughs) You must be. uh, You're born with laziness. You can't just learn that. Okay. Okay. Born to be. No, he is. He's a hilarious character when he's upset because even oh right, and then he meets up with superintendent, and then yes, he meets William. Yeah. Okay, so William. His name is William. Can we talk about William? <laughs> I I only know him by William as well. Is he is he healthy? Well, I know after watching some of the girl, <laughs> you are shady. <laughs> I didn't know how to ask because. <laughs> I was a little concerned. I shouldn't be laughing. <laughs> um, I do not know his health status. I know that he did have uh he did have some health uh things come up and some and I think he went into like a bit of a depression after the conclusion of girlfriends because I real? think the work just was not hidden for him and I don't know what else. I think some he might have had some personal life things going on. Um, but I remember he was involved in, I think, the girlfriend's reunion that they did a couple years ago. Um, and I think he did an interview for that. Or, I don't know, I might have just seen some YouTube content. But he has gone through or has recently been going through it. But I loved seeing, I, I, love, that they, I love that they cast him. Like, yeah. black TV staple. Yeah. Like, no. can pull off a superintendent vibe. The the casting for the show is literally chef's kiss. It's so yeah, fucking so fucking. But yeah, accurate. it was truly a trip. I kept waiting for Joan to just walk in and be annoying. <gasps> I you know I I definitely thought she was gonna be the wife. That oh. <gasps> I mean I don't know if that fits, but oh, I was wow. like that would have been a cool, cute little that would tie in <laughs> Easter egg. I would have lost it. I <laughs> especially because Tracy Ellis is like. She's hot girl summer all year. She's fine. That's what I'm saying. She like, is she the fine. Let her, ooh, <laughs> that, or I hope that maybe we'll get to meet the wife that he cheated on. Maybe that'll be Tracy Ellis. I hope. I hope that we get this. Yeah, I do hope we keep Ava going through. Even though we're not at that ending, but like, if this is how she goes out, okay, I get it. But I. I'm not ready to let her go yet either. Oh, no. There is no. This show would be a fool. I think we're going to get to see a lot of. Because what we, we've we gotten to see Ava really establish herself as. Because for. And just to make sure that everyone knows what's good, um, we're talking about um, William, who is. The actor's name is Reggie Hayes, I think. Yeah. And he plays Superintendent Collins. And this entire episode, Ava is, you know, really, he's giving, she's giving him the, uh, uh, I forgot, I don't know if she called it the tour or anything, but she's giving him a tour of the campus. But because of her positioning as being like, you know, the holder of information, she is just being, she is being the queen bitch to the suit. He is like a guest that is being ambushed on Wendy Williams' show. And I'm not slandering Wendy Williams, I love her. Uh, but <laughs> that is the treatment he is getting <laughs> as if he is in her hot seat and she's just like not even asking questions, just roasting him every chance she gets. No cheating way. jokes here. She was doing cheating way too jokes much. there. Too <laughs> much. Yeah, it was to the point where it was like, okay, girl, you need some new material. Like every single <laughs> line was a cheating joke. And I was like, shit, Ava, 
this has to backfire. Yeah, yeah. Got a little redundant. Like, got a little stale, girl. Like, he it knows. Did. <laughs> like, it did. Like, it definitely drifted into, like, annoying territory. Because it was just, like, she's doing it, like, she, like this is the most annoying she's been to anyone in the show. You know, her and Janine both got on my nerves this episode. Oh, Janine was a little more justified God. later. But Janine was really irritating. <laughs> Le- yeah, we will get to can't shut the fuck up as Janine. I love you, Quinta. <laughs> but my, you played this role so well. <laughs> right, the fact that we are irritated says a lot. <laughs> right? She's doing a wonderful job. <laughs> They're doing great by our favorite characters, truly. Yes. But at the end of the episode, we find out that uh, Superintendent Collins was sitting on a secret. Yes. The the woman that Ava saw him cheating with has become the deaconess. <laughs> I the other said, has Oop. become the one. <laughs> that was so exciting. He, I was like, oh, wow. And he, right? In her hot pink dress, just waiting at the front. Right. He said, you saw me kissing my future wife. Listen, <laughs> what's the problem? Let's call it a fiance. <laughs> Not a fiance. <laughs> Have you heard of it? Wait, but you see how men ain't shit. What the fuck was that? Like he married at all? <laughs> God damn. But you know who would have done this? Fucking William. So the through line. Well, and then back. we see uh, Ava. At the, oh, if we can just wrap her out. Oh, but yeah, yeah Ava's, so. Ava's, like, next arc, I think, is going to be, because we've seen her just be, we, we had we had that one moment of sincerity last episode, so I think next next season, she is going to be a ball of stress. Well, really, actually, we're going to get the school board meeting this season, I'm sure. So we're going to see how that goes in a couple episodes, I think. Yeah, right, because I can't tell, like, how quickly they're going to wrap that story Yeah, up, but... they could, I mean, they're already... I mean, this shit's already been filmed, I'm sure. So I wonder if they're, they're probably going to cliffhanger it. I hope they don't. Either be a cliffhanger or she's going to be stressed, like you said, or they're going to figure it out in, like, the next episode. I mean, <laughs> that'd be cute, too. Right. That It can go any which way. I did laugh a little bit when she played I'm Going Down by Mary. <gasps> Oh my! I hollered because I, I was I was pretty tired, so I wasn't like doing a whole lot of like laughing out loud. But I fully enjoyed the the episode. But Same. the end got me together. She said, "Time <laughs> on my hands," and then she goes, "I'm going." Down. I love it. And then we just got that long euphoria ass cinematic uh, of the hallway with Mr. Johnson just walking down the hallway. I was like, this is so extra for no reason right now. <laughs> and Mr. Johnson was like, I got to turn the lights off, Mary J. Like, <laughs> get the fuck out. <laughs> that was so good. Everybody was on one this episode. Uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Johnson was also hilarious Mr. over at the Johnson. poker game with uh, Melissa and Jacob. Yes. Let's get into that. So the poker game. Mm-hmm. So as the teachers await for the <laughs> the parents to show up, because even <laughs> Melissa's like, oh, hold on, let me go talk to these parents. They were at the wrong open house. <laughs> yeah, they really made it seem like she was uh, open housing, but right, she was I redirecting. They were say she was doing it, and then she came back. No, that's how much directing. parents don't come. That's it. <laughs> that was sad, but yeah, no. Basically, the teachers are about to play poker because they got time to kill and they got some money to spend. I understand. Do it. 
Melissa was very adamant about shuffling. She's like, only I can do it because last time someone else did it, I lost a kidney or some shit. And I was like, oh my God, your stories, Melissa. She is, you know, a mob wife. (laughs) (laughs) I I need a a mini series on Melissa's life before being a teacher because it had to be wild. Oh, they could totally do like spinoffs of each character. I would watch all of them. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah, Mr. Hill's uh, Teachers Without Borders ads. We'll get to his scandalous shit. But (laughs) I'm sure Mr. Hill lived a life. He did say, Uh, like, he learned poker because. Uh, what did he say? He said that's all the teachers did was play cards and have sex with each other. Yes. I was like, oh, we are getting, we're letting our hair down, aren't we? Okay, then. Okay, Queen, get the poppers. We got work to do. Mr. Hill, please. I just love, I live because he, he is not, although I'm, I am not quick to say that any white gay is any sort of groundbreaking character, but uh, he is a different kind of gay person than I've seen on TV. No, he's actually really chill. Like, we would totally be friends. <laughs> he's actually really chill. Yeah, unlike a lot of gay people on TV. Listen, right, sometimes they're just too much. I'm like, all right, girl. Queen, please. <laughs> Take a seat. Right. But, yeah, no, they play poker. Melissa, Mr. Johnson, and Mr. Hill. Mr. Hill puts on a great front. He's over here, like, no, I don't know how to play. Oh, oh, you know. He was especially goofy about oh. it too. I was like, mm, "What you doing? What you doing, Jacoba?" He was killing it. He was like, "He right, like when he immediately folded." He's like, "I'm not trying to play." And I'm like, what? "Right." In my no, I, so I, every time I talked about Jacob, I gave him a different nickname. And when that happened, I said, "This is Jacob first to fold uh, hill over here." <laughs> Please. Jacob Hill, okay? Full, full but, name. And the only reason that, because Melissa sort of looked at him kind of funny when he folded like that, but the only reason that they sort of let it go was because she also looked past him, past him, and that's when they saw Greg, quote unquote, letting himself go with yes. his fucking shirt untucked and his posture weird. So, like, everyone was noticing. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's how Mr. Hill was able to save himself. Sure did. Amazing. And then we and then we return to their poker game a little bit later. Yes. And at this point, I think at this point, Melissa's like feeling bad and wanting to like, you know, let's throw him a bone. Let's go easy on him. And that's when Mr. Johnson is like, hell no. Uh, I lost my subscription to Horse Fancy because I lost poker. I ain't offering him shit. Basically. I was like, okay, Horse Fancy, what the fuck? Yeah, so... Mr. Johnson was all in, so Melissa had to be all in. And Mr. Hill was, he put all his chips in, you Mm. know, real hesitant, like. And then Melissa thought she had the best hand. She put her cards down. And then Mr. Hill's like, well, I just have four of a kind. I hate that. I hate, I just have these same four cards, honey. His nickname for this section was uh, Jacob Hustle and Humpin' Hill. Right. Jacob has been around, okay? He's outside. He has been around. Give me that miniseries, honestly. Right. Ask about him. <laughs> Teachers was know. was Gregory Eddy also on this trip? Is this is this how it, is this how it happens for me? <laughs> Stay tuned. That'd be a cool tie-in. I mean, but yeah. Then after that, Melissa, you know, pay, gives him the props, but also adds him to her Kill Bill hit list because she's a bitch. 
you better look over your shoulder for the rest of your days. That's how you Not know she was gagged because she was like, "Uh huh, damn, like you did that, but watch your back because I'm gonna get you back at at some point. Just be ready." <laughs> And and you know this show is going to follow through on that promise. I cannot wait to see what <laughs> Melissa does to get this bitch. I hope he's just living in fear for episodes and episodes. I know. Just like ducking her in hallways. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, this could be a storyline, please. Oh, no, it. I love that. I, and, but, you know, that's why I love Melissa, because she can, like, take it, you know? Like, she right? Might kill him. She might she gives him the respect. <laughs> But she's gonna play that mind game. She said, "You know what? I've got because now she has to do him. She has to do him one better than he did her, and oh, he wow. and and he played her for some time. Yes, she will stew about it for like a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and once again, don't forget they should. They told us that this is gonna happen. That is why he hustled uh, Janine out of that double dutch at the beginning of this episode. They were saying, "Bitch, watch this ass. Watch him. That. Watch the queen." I love that. Foreshadowing? Is that what that's called? I think it's called horror-shadowing in this sense. Horror-shadowing. Given his past. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so let's get into Janine and Miss Howard. Yes. Janine was being a pain in the ass. Janine. Oh, my God. So, yeah, let's we jump back to the beginning. Um, this is after we find out about DJ Ava. Oh, <laughs> this is when we get introduced to my favorite term this entire episode. Janine is interviewing and then she's talking about um, being so excited to talk to Nina's mom during open house and how she's going to go to Miss Howard, her mentor, for advice. But, you know, she's also kind of like her mom. She's her mom tour. <laughs> That's Fucking her mom Janine. tour slash work mom. Do you have a work mom? I refuse to let that. <laughs> I refuse that. to let that happen. I know I do not want that sort of relationship with my coworkers. Aww. <laughs> <I> <laughs> that sounds. <laughs> I don't. Know, I don't want anyone to feel like they're that close to me <laughs> at work. I am just now getting to the point where I'm like, being like, okay, we can like make jokes to each other. No. <laughs> On, I'm, I, I ever since I like secured. Uh, my uh, pay, my pay bump, and my hours. I've allowed myself to settle into yeah. the work environment a little bit more. But previously, I'm a bitch that draws that line clear in the sand. <laughs> no, and 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 even still, with taking a slight step over that line, I do not want anyone to think that they are my work mom. <laughs> I just don't want that energy. <laughs> that sounds real bitchy, but whatever. <laughs> No, That's you are me. adamant, honey. I, I hear you. I am. Clear. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want no parts, all right? I just <laughs> want my close. money and I'm leaving. <laughs> it's too close. Mind your business. <laughs> but yeah, no, congratulations <laughs> on the pay bump. I remember you tweeted about that. I'm like, yes. Come on, gold. We're out here. We're out here crushing them. Stabilizing life on many, many frontiers. Love it, love it. But yeah, no, I feel you because it is an intimate relationship. Like to say that it is. is not something you take lightly with anybody. And it is, and I honestly, I exhaust so much energy putting. I pour into these kids. Like I am truly, like I am someone's work mom because of the way that I work with these kids. So oh, yeah. I just no, that that's too much emotional availability uh, to have with a coworker for me. Yeah, I I totally get that. Totally get that. I feel like 
at my last company, I definitely had a work mom. And yeah. Shout out to Christine. Love her down. Oh. We still talk to this day. Like, <laughs> I remember, like, the first week when I left the company, she texted me, like, I miss you so much. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, you were so sweet. But, like, I've definitely, like, cried to her. Like, it's been, it's it's serious. Like. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> but, like, it's cute, but it is, it's a lot of energy, like he said. It like, is. energy you would want to be vulnerable with because you, mm-hmm. you putting, you're putting yourself out there in a way. It's too much. I will say, funny that you say, Christine, my uh, first supervisor actually just transferred to another state to work with another mm-hmm. company. Mm-hmm. And um, she is she's probably the closest thing that I had to a work mom because yeah. she she she, you know, pushed me to take this exam that I needed to take. Uh, she was even checking in on me on just something that I had, just like some things that I had to get switched over for my new supervisor, even though she has already started her her other job in another place. And the only reason I'm okay with that is because I don't I don't, I don't work with her anymore. <laughs> I don't work with her. So I was like, yes, let's open this now at the end. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's it, that's the slippery slope because it's still like you work together first, so it's that mm-hmm. professional line that you are kind of creeping towards you know yeah and and listen i have no intentions of letting anybody know and i'm not by no means like hiding myself or shit like that but when it comes to the drag and these other things that i do the ex these life extracurriculars yeah especially being on shit like twitch i do not need i do not need any of these kids having a window in into what i'm doing so i gotta i'm keeping that from everybody over there and i'm fine with that i heard you loud and clear boo who heard you loud and clear? Who do? So yeah, Miss Janine, this you. So watching it twice, like the first time, I was just immediately irritated with her. But then the second time, like you saw immediately that she had mommy issues. <laughs> yes, like, it made oh. so much sense. It made yeah. some because she is so because the whole thesis of Janine's storyline this episode is. Her, yeah, seeking that motherly approval, but <clears throat> it's not, it's sort of slowly revealed that that's what it is. I mean, we know that Janine has, like, a weird relationship with her mom, um, but it's sort of slowly revealed because Barb's uh, daughter, Taylor, arrives at the school. Uh, she's visiting from New York for work, and Barb invited her to come and hang out during open house because Barb knows she ain't got shit else to do. <laughs> That's funny. I wonder if teachers really do that. I'm sure they do. You know, I yeah, I don't, I don't see why they wouldn't. Like, Especially yeah. when it's super lax. And also, like, they don't know, like, other parents don't know who, other, who like, other parents are, so they probably won't bring their yeah. shitty friends. <laughs> but <laughs> the ones that are obviously going to pull red flags, but I'm sure Barb has none of those. If I had a teacher friend and she invited me to say, if she said like, "Hey, you want to come to my open house? I don't think parents are gonna come or anything," I would totally go. <laughs> if I had time, That'd be like, so funny. <laughs> I'll swing by. I'll bring you like a, a drink. <laughs> right. Sometimes I like wish people could like see how I work in my sessions, but it is there. And I mean, there's there's ways that I could like communicate it and like reenact stuff. But my God, the the breaches in security that that would be <laughs> if I were to like actually show myself doing session with these kids. But it is entertaining. 
I, and you know, this show actually makes me want to, to see a show, maybe even make a show about working in. There's just so many different ways that we work with kids, like a show about like a a team that travels and does school assemblies. I've done that before. That'd mm. be wild, but you know, they lots I'm of sure. lots of material. There's so much material. Like they really can do seasons worth of stuff. You can do so. anything. I'm excited for it. But yeah, so Janine, 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 she's just, you know, being herself and you really see why she like kind of inserts herself into things a lot because she just she just wants to be loved. She clearly doesn't have a good relationship with her mom. I, now that you said that, like I didn't really pick up on the stuff she said prior until like maybe I just didn't pay attention. But like this episode really showed that like she texts her mom and she don't even text back. Yeah, so. and it's it always shows up in life her neediness not always but it sometimes shows up in her neediness with Barbara because yeah. of how much she reveres Barbara. One hundred percent. She and you you can see she felt away when her daughter was there and mm-hmm. like she's just trying to be like oh cool like love that but she's still inserting herself to her. Yes. Like, Oh, we can go to Barada's for dinner. Just the three of us. And it's like, whoa, girl, where did you get the invite? Like, yeah. Because um, things start off, like, suspiciously positive with Barbara and her daughter, Taylor. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the the face crack begins when Janine says, "You're, you're uh, so, Taylor, you're Barb's daughter. I'm Barb's work daughter. This <laughs> is so cute that we get to me. Uh, but, you know. You got all the perks. Don't worry. And then Taylor's like, yeah, so many perks. And I was like, hmm. Right. I couldn't pick up on the tone. I wasn't sure if she's being facetious or what. I was like, oh. Yeah. I, I didn't notice. I watched it twice tonight, but um, I didn't notice it either until I, was, I saw it the second time. And I was like, ah, I see. There are things beneath the surface that we need to be concerned about. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think they would argue <clears throat> in front of Janine. Well, Janine has this way of continuing to talk and inspiring the argument because mm. it, it it all, I think a lot of it really stemmed from that work daughter comment. Um, and then she was just sort of intruding because she was trying to, like, they were in the middle of, um, I forgot what started, but I think it was when Barb corrected someone to say that, well, Taylor's just here for, uh, uh, oh, oh, Taylor said, I'm just here to see my mom when, um, and that was in response to Janine trying to do too much with her trying to hang out and all this shit. And then Barb had to correct her and say, well, she's also here for work. Which was like a weird back and forth Mm -hmm. work thing. And Janine's talking the whole time, and Taylor won't let it go either. And you you see that, like, mother-daughter dynamic with Barb and Taylor because Barb didn't need to make her comment. Taylor didn't need to keep pushing. Uh, And then it it just turned into a a full disagreement with Barb saying, there is a difference between you coming to see me and you visiting here when you're just here for work. Mm -hmm. Do you have any family members that sort of have that philosophy? You have to have dedicated visit time, not just calling when you're on the road somewhere. Oh, I've been in talking phases with people where that was the thing. And it's like, oh, (laughs) I only see you when you're in town. Got it. (laughs) What? 
<laughs> but that like family I feel like that's half the reason we see each other is like when we can yes. travel to each other's cities. It's like, oh, bitch, I'm in town. What's up? Are you got you got time? Want to do dinner, lunch? What do you have time for? That's literally the question. The older you get, <laughs> yeah. So. My grandma on my mom's side used to be like very annoyed by us only calling when we would be like on our way somewhere else or mm. like and all that shit, but. I think given <laughs> given uh, the, the changing call patterns as we've gotten older, she's eased up on that requirement. <laughs> <laughs> she said, you know what? I'll take what I can get. <laughs> right. Do what you can, honey. Do what you can. Because it's hard. I, I do see that. Though, it is. Like, our grandparents and stuff. Oh, my gram. Oh, she wants to talk. That's all she wants to do. She wants to gossip. And I love that because like when I visit, we're always just talking about the most random things. She watches, like, she likes Wendy. She likes all the gossip shit. So she be mess. She likes tea. mess. Like, she loves a mess. And if it's not that type of tea, it's, like, family tea. Like, because people will mm. call her and tell her. And then she'll just tell <laughs> me. And I'm like, whoop, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, grandparents She said, well, baby, let me fill you in. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. I got to be careful about what I tell her. Because I'm like, all right, girl. Yes. Because you, you know. You're telling me everything. You, you, you know someone's out there. <laughs> you know someone's out there calling her more than you are. 100%. <laughs> Closer to the heartbeat of the drama. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's fair game for everybody. So don't get it twisted. She loves us. but. <laughs> uh, I do have to say my favorite thing. My favorite interaction between Barb and Taylor was when Taylor said, uh, <laughs> Taylor really sold what she does. And she said, yeah, I, um, I, I'm a rep for a global brand promoting friendship and fun. And then Barb's like, she sells booze. <laughs> 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 that shit took me out. You know, that she made it sound better because what she was explaining, I didn't know what that meant. I'm like, that what? is what that is what these brand reps be doing with <laughs> these liquor companies especially. They they, they they talk about we promote an idea because it's probably taboo to say we promote alcohol and drinking it. Consumption at that, yeah. Mm -hmm. When it's a problem for a lot of people. <laughs> we promote community and union and people cleaning up vomit after holding hair over the toilet for each other and she's like, probably okay. like in a little skimpy outfit at that she's cute mm -hmm. and she looks good attractive you know they got her up at total wine like ready for you i feel like miss howard is more mad at that than actual booze you know <laughs> Miss Howard looks like she drinks wine, but <laughs> well, well, Barbara said the only spirit she recognizes is the spirit of the Lord. Thank you very much. No, you're absolutely right, but I truly <laughs> think she drinks on the low and she doesn't let anyone see her. <laughs> I would believe that. Yeah, she's she's Barbara. Like <laughs> she's Bar that's Barbara. That's <laughs> that's what um, I want to see. That's the spinoff I'm looking for. That's Barbara. <laughs> that's Barbara. Just the secret ratchet church lady. <laughs> there it is. She had to live her life. But I do like the daughter. Like, the daughter's super cute. I don't know if I've seen her in anything else, but... I don't know either. Yeah, I did. Face. I loved when she said that... Uh, I love when Janine really just stood there and got a dragging without really needing it. <clears throat> but yeah. um, <laughs> uh, Taylor said... 
uh, well, I'm sorry that I can't um, that I can't dedicate my life to children and be okay with having a bad car and a Mister Rogers drip. And Janine was like, "Oh wow, is that? This feels like it's about me." Uh, and then Taylor was like, oh, like "No offense." <laughs> that Taylor was like, "Listen, it's not about you, but it is about you because she wants me to be you." So I'm mad. I gotta go. She pulled out her cardigan, like, "Oh, you're talking about me." And I was like, I'm "Not, not Taylor being so ruthless and so accurate with this read." And then I was like, "Is that me?" <laughs> is no, this was, my life that was like a the timing was impeccable <laughs> it was really later. good it was really good we I, you know comedy happens in threes as they say and it was great absolutely um yeah so after that little kerfuffle mm. <laughs> you know they walk away from each other and janine's just like <laughs> trying to i hate that she just couldn't get the cue like she couldn't figure it out like this is not the time Forever prying. <laughs> she is prying this entire episode. It, like way too far. Like it's yeah, it's very offensive. I'm surprised Bar- Barb, Barb truly more than like. Nope, not now. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. She's don't you have a meeting to go prepare for? Go talk to your little parent, please. Right. <laughs> She's like, Why do don't your you job. That? <laughs> I respect uh, it. And then and then Janine's chill just begins to leave the window. Because a mom comes in, but it's not Nina's mom. So she pretty much just says, oh, fuck this bitch. <laughs> like she all says, but she does that. She scoffed way too hard at that parent. Yes. Like, girl. <laughs> and that parent's reaction was so, like, vapid and just vacant. She was like, oh, is something wrong with Jabari? <laughs> like, how do you, how is that what you think this is about? She is just, she just didn't want to talk to you. I mean, listen, I, 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 I feel like she's valid because she came for her kid. That's fair. And Janine gave her <laughs> terrible energy. And then That's true. Even when she said, "Did something happen to Jabari?" She it was still like, "No, Jabari's fine." Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go, go. Why don't you go look at those pictures on the wall? I'm busy. Right. Go look and, at his photos. He gets A's all day. <laughs> like, yes. Why don't you get one of my homemade cookies from the grocery from store? The grocery store. Like, which, girl. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Janine, not you trying to like technically these cookies technically someone made them at their home like did they did someone live at the grocery store girl janine didn't give a fuck right here that's why she was just like she, talking. uh and it continues because she she kept it together to leave nina's mom this fine little voicemail yeah. but no janine <laughs> I couldn't tell if she was going too far there. Like that call, she text. I was like, "That's a lot. <gasps> it is a lot." Yeah, that's a bit much, girly. Like, especially when the norm is for parents to not show up, and it's known. Yeah, yeah. And this is like, I want to say Janine's second time blowing up at somebody and being unreasonable again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like yes, yes, time. yes. And the the catalyst for this blow up that happened is Janine returns to go try to. Me- she she literally says, "I'm gonna, you know, I can't handle, or I I I don't have any control over the parents that do and don't come to support their children. But what I can have control over is fixing Barb and or is fixing Miss Howard and Taylor's relationship. So let me go do that. And I hate that that was like a verbatim. <laughs> like she was that, like. like 
you know, I need to go fix someone else's problem. I'll that, like, you are addicted to other people's shit, girl. Like, and yeah. will not look at your own. Will not look at your own. No, she's like, it's, I'm, I'm the, and you know that that speaks to a lot of people. Not, yeah, actually, no, I know a few people like that where the issues they have makes them this like super nurturer like they feel like they have to take on everyone else's problems and fix oh them. yeah we're we're called cancers thank you very much yeah, and i have been this and i've been spending years fighting against this <laughs> and now i don't give a fuck about other people's problems oh my god stay strong <laughs> <laughs> stay strong because it's so much energy you know it all ties back it's into too much it's too much. It's Truthfully, I'm grateful to be working with these kids because I refuse to waste my energy elsewhere. I refuse. Yeah. Nate, if like I will like I'm gonna be so deliberate <laughs> about where I'm putting it. Cause mm-hmm. these hoes be stealing it from me. Yeah, you should. You should. But uh yeah, so that's classic Janine and her mm. antics. But <laughs> she killed the lights and the vibes while Barb and Taylor were embracing. Because they've already solved their issue. Mm-hmm. And now Janine <laughs> is running out of problems to solve. Yeah, she's literally panicking, panicking because nobody needs her right now. <laughs> this bitch is unraveling, <laughs> spiraling, and that's that's why she catches such an attitude because it's after eight o'clock now. Mm-hmm. Uh, technically, well, what? right before Nina's mom comes in, uh-huh. this is when we see that Janine's mom ain't texting her back. Yes, yes. Her mom's not texting her back. I forgot what she asked. Uh, I think the, the last question, it looked like they were all from today. We know Janine's style. You shan't go on to send one. Uh, but the last one was, it was just, uh, you know, wondering if you're still coming or what's going on. What are you up to? And just still getting nothing from mom, which is, it gives us a moment of like, oh, Janine. And yeah. then she goes and fucks it up. Right, <laughs> because it, <laughs> we need more backstory. Because I didn't know, or has she said anything deeper than? All we got was earlier this episode. She mentioned how all her mom cared about was playing her Game Boy. Her game Boy. Mm-hmm. Like her mom played. She would steal Janine's Janine's Game Boy and play it. Yeah. So maybe she maybe she's streaming on Twitch. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> She was very popular on there. She couldn't <laughs> resist. Um, but yeah, so that happened. Right. And so then the parent that was supposed to show up shows up, but like she's hustling yes. in, but it's after eight. Janine is like sticking to her gun. She's like, it's after eight. You should have been here earlier. But then she starts going off the grid and then. She's like, uh, you know, getting real personal. Like, you should have showed up to my first birthday. And she's like, yes. The the thing was, like, every time the mom tried to, like, say anything, Janine just kept cutting her off. Like, she did not let her get a word in after the mom. The mom started, like, four sentences. Right. She was like, but I, I, like, I have a reason. And Janine is just like, nope. No. should have did X, Y, and Z. And you shouldn't be playing my Game Boy. <laughs> oh, and then she said, and and, the, and uh, I'm just tired of parents who, like, don't show up for their kids and they need help. And the only time they show up is when uh, they need her Disney Plus account password. <laughs> and then the mom finally says, I have my own Disney Plus account. Thank you very much. Right. 
We're watching Boba Fett tonight, bitch. Right. <laughs> Get off me. And also, I'm a nurse, and I just pulled a bullet out of someone's butt. Like, damn. Like, let me live, because I just let someone else, bitch. Please. Right. Sorry, I'm just out here saving lives. My bad. Because <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, be mad as you want, but you, you, bet you do not bring that level of heat. To a working parent when to you are working parent, what my mom no. chewed her ass out with like, your no kids. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah, no. Please. That was a really sweet parent. Like she could have went off every type of way. Like yes, bitch. Like, do you know what I do? Nina, Nina's mom is too. Nina's mom was tired. Nina, and that that shows how wrong how much how like even further wrong janine was because that woman was so patient she was like and because i guess she just knew she was like this girl looks like she is struggling Mm -hmm. (laughs) struggling okay and she is and then they they had their talk about the students and what janine was expecting and what she needed to tell the mom about her daughter Mm -hmm. and how she needed help so she's very communicative and then the mom hugs her and Janine hugs back harder. <laughs> the mom straight up says, I hugged you, but it feels like now you're hugging me. She said, Yeah, I needed that. And that's when like all of my irritation went away. I was yeah, like, oh, I, Yes. Indeed. <laughs> I think I did. Like, thank you for not making the weirdest moment in this episode not weird. Or I don't know if I said that right, but. Yeah, I was like, just her saying, "I think I need it." Just thank you for being direct about your fucking feelings. So, girl, direct. listen, she just. I wants think some I love. needed that. That's it. That's she just it. wants some motherly love, and she felt that motherly energy from Nina's mama. Mm. That's why she wanted her to show up so bad. You see the connection? It's deep. Mm-hmm. It is t- honestly, it's deep. But she, she, she putting all these feelings on the surface, and she is not able to see the difference. Right. So I'm like, girl, maybe we should. I'm not gonna say push it deeper, but let's <laughs> at least separate this shit a little bit. <laughs> right, one hundred percent. And then after that, we get Janine taking her victory lap around sexy, disheveled Mister Eddie. Yeah. Uh, immediately points out, wow, your posture's weird. Your posture. Something wrong with your core. And he stands up straight and he's like, nothing wrong with my, ain't nothing wrong with my core, okay? Right. He said my core is fine. And yes. <laughs> he's like, if nothing else, I work out and I eat boiled chicken. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot about that backseat boiled chicken he loves. Listen, right. He does it for the eight pack, okay? You know what? He does it for us. He does it for us. And I, I understand. Guess. But this is Janine's first rejection from him because you know she'll always ask him to do something he's always down always this was different and i wasn't even expecting this i was a little gagged i was like yes excuse me i sort of thought it when i saw like um taylor was sort of like giving him that look earlier when he was easygoing gregory Mm. before he called barbara barb and she was sort of like, mm, okay, you, you seem real easygoing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're right. I didn't even, like, connect that all the way through because I just felt like Greg was just in his don't give a fuck face so deep. Yeah. Look, but she probably so did. So you're like, um, we as the audience, I didn't give a fuck either. What Fuck what else is happening. I'm great. <laughs> right. I stand with you. 
I stand with you, Greg. You deserve that gig. <laughs> Principal. Principal Greg. Uh, oh, Greg. But, but yeah, we did get Janine's uh, Janine face crack. I saw somebody tweet, because um, obviously Greg is going out with Taylor uh, to, what's it called? Dufada? Bufada? Buffon? Barada. Cheese. Beretta. Uh, <laughs> oh, I saw somebody tweet saying, not Gregory pre-cheating on Janine. You know, I saw that, and I'm glad I wasn't able to like put that into context yet, because I was like, oh no, he's going to have a love interest. But even still in the episode, I didn't see it for the daughter. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. <laughs> like, she, she's not nearly as manic as uh, Gregory needs. So what are no. we doing? But I could see her... Well, I don't know. I guess I just didn't see him interact enough to see if, like, she runs the show or if he, like, is just mutually in like with her and this is actually a blossoming thing. You know, oh, it's too I fully think that he is going to get stuck in this relationship. Quinta is going to get out of her relationship. Oh, yeah. And he is going to be just, he's going to be stuck in it because Barb, because he, he does not want to, we saw how threatened he is by Barb. Yes. <clears throat> he does not want to piss her off. Nope. By hurting her daughter. Yep. And I think her daughter is going to get super attached to him. And mm-hmm. Quint is going to be single and not know what to do. I think I think we're going to see them missing each other once again. I'm so excited for that. I love it already. Like, I can see where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. And I'm here for it. Like It's going to be like it. season three. They're going to finally get together or something crazy. Yes. Deep <laughs> in the series. Yes. Oh, I can't wait to see what the, I'm just so happy that this show is already getting its flowers and it's already been renewed. I'm very excited. Just thinking of shows like, well, I guess really these, these like camera workplace shows like The Office, Parks and Rec, uh, Community. Um, I don't know how handheld Community is, but yeah. it, was, it was just really interesting to see the trajectory of those, those shows and the, the development of those characters. And I'm so excited to see these characters with all this pigment um, in this in this setting, I'm just I can't wait to see what it, what it becomes by Michelle Obama. Yes, I agree because it's so balanced. You know, it never gives very. you too much of anybody. Everyone is very much included, <clears throat> and it, even if it's like three minutes, it's like an impactful three minutes. It just shows another side of their personality, and it's yes, so fucking good. I love it. Like the way they get these B stories across, like that poker story was great. I, and, I, and it was so short, but I would be so mad if it wasn't in the episode. Oh, 100%. Like, it just makes me really enjoy Mr. Hill. Like, every character that has that, like, an annoying part mm-hmm. is easily made up into this gem of a personality trait. Like, yeah, even shark or whatever. <laughs> yes, truly. And we get, we got more Mr. Johnson. Granted, it wasn't. His character didn't change this episode, but we got more of him, which is cool. Yeah, he's very <laughs> he got to see had to see it at the table. Yes, equal. yes. I it's just a nice flow. It's very seamless. Like everyone just mm-hmm. blends in perfectly. It never feels abrupt. And um, the episode wraps where Janine and Miss Howard get to go to dinner. Yes, and it was like initiated by Miss Howard. It was just, but what I loved about it, it was because Janine had that moment of, you know, she everybody's walking out, heading to Beretta or to go get drinks together, all that stuff. Everyone has sort of a plan and Janine doesn't really know what she wants to do, where she fits with the group for the night. 
Um, and she looks at her phone again to see if her mom's saying anything, and she sees the text message bubble start and go away, which I knew was going to happen. I was like, ain't no way she's texting you. It's not going to happen. But, as, but like, before Janine could even, like, fully break down about it, Mrs. Howard was there saying, hey, well, your work mom has some, has a free night. You and it was like it. it was like she it was like she was able to catch her before she fell. Listen, and oh, that's what I'm saying. And like now that you've like reiterated that scene for me, I'm thinking that Miss Howard maybe is her mer mom to work uh go out with what's his name. Mm. Huh. You know what I mean? Like she would probably knew that Janine wanted to talk because she was just always in her fucking face, and she's like, you know what? And then when they made up, she was probably like, you know what? How about you go out with Craig? He's a good guy. He looks a little disheveled. Oh. Looks like he needs to go out and hang out. Maybe take him out because you guys are around the same age. You know, something like nice and mom like. And, she's and like, that's Let me go oh. out with Janine because I know she's been trying to talk to me all night. <laughs> and Janine's gonna find out about that, and that's going to like fuck up her perception of Miss Howard. I is Janine reasonable? I think I don't. Well. <laughs> not that you say that like i'm starting to think you're she's Be- not but I because if she wouldn't care because it's like you know what she still you chose are- me you know <laughs> you are hilarious i'm for real Jeannie <laughs> wants a mom so bad she's like you know what? that's you just true time with me <laughs> but just you, just based on i think that i think that there is going to be some a little more back and forth like will they won't they with janine and with gregory and then I think Janine's going to fall more for Gregory and break up with what's his face without like saying like this is part of the plan. And then I think shit's gonna get serious with Gregory and Taylor, and mm-hmm. he's gonna be even more. I because I think that Miss Bar I think that how Miss Howard is gonna become a symbol, almost like a a block between Janine and Gregory because. Janine can't get to Gregory because Gregory can't break up with Taylor. Yeah, and yeah. It, it, it all connects back to to Miss Howard, and then I think deep into Janine's frustration, she's gonna find out that Miss Howard was the one who suggested that they go out to begin with. Mm. I think you are correct in that, and I think that that is just going to be something that sends her over the edge a little bit, and then she's gonna be talking wild to to Barb. Now, okay, and then if Janine does get upset, that's going to be her fault because she's still in a mm-hmm. relationship, her goddamn self, mm. and a shitty one at that. So <clears throat> it is just all going to be, yeah, no, Janine's going to have a rough second season if that's how I it blossoms. <laughs> I can't wait because you know <laughs> she's going to be awkward all over these halls. Oh, well, completely. I'm here for this. <laughs> it's the way that this feels like a, se- a season finale, and we have two more episodes before it's over. I know. We're trying to make deep predictions into, like, season <laughs> we two. We are reach. All this might get resolved in the next two episodes. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, that's cool, too. There'll still be some other story to evolve with. That's but cool, too. I'm here for, like, just the spontaneity of, like, how this kind of flourished. So I'm yes. here for it. I am here for it, but here, here for it, here for it. We will see when the next episode comes next week. Yeah, um, yeah, 
Uh, we're going to wrap this thing up. We love Abbott Elementary. Um, do you have anything you, you'd like to plug or? Mm-mm, nothing going on over here but the rent. That's it. Fuck oh. it. Yeah, it's due soon. But, you know, you can follow your girl, girl what underscore pod and Danielle Denise L.A. Listen to the pod. Let me know how you like it. I'm always open for reviews. And yeah, how about you? I am mostly just working on me these days and keeping it uh, keeping it cute. But um, I am becoming more unhinged on Twitter. You can follow me over there and on all the things at Sir Real Camille. S-I-R, you know the rest, I hope. And um, event-wise, the only thing I have coming up is on April 2nd, I will be um, in a virtual, uh, I guess a hybrid virtual um, stand-up show over on twitch.tv slash streamqueens. Um, a, bunch of, a bunch of us drags are getting together to do some stand-up comedy for the... Uh, not IRL uh, crowd. And I can't wait to base my stand-up on how fucking weird it is to uh, do something that's so reaction-based in a format where you ain't gonna get that reaction. (laughs) I was about to say, like, that is going to be very interesting. Oh, I can vamp. It'll be fine. Um, Have you ever uh, sexted but via carrier pigeon? (laughs) No. That's pretty much what this is going to be, but with jokes. <laughs> In that scenario, you're sort of, you know, you're letting them know that it, basically they find out two weeks after the cum shot that it happened. Oh and I'll find out that y'all thought this shit was funny, you know, days later. I can't wait. We're already at an hour and 40 minutes, and I'm so proud of us. Yes, yes. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. Let's keep it under Let's two wrap it up. hours this time. Yes. Y'all know where to find us. Um, be sure to uh, join us. Uh, we have two more episodes of Abbott Elementary, and then we'll be letting y'all know what is cooking with our good-looking asses after that. So stick around. Stay tuned. And I don't know. I'm going down. <laughs>